Radical. Episode 150. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. I have a very special, fun show for you guys today. I've told you guys for a long time um, that I just, like, I'm, I'm kind of done with what's going on out there in the rest of the world. I, I, it just, it, uh, it bothers me. And there's a lot to do uh, before things really get crazy, I think. And so a lot of what I've been doing lately is just being at home, spending time with family and working my butt off and trying to get the homestead um, to a really good place of sustainability um, for you know the foreseeable future. And it's um it's a lot of darn work and it's rewarding and it's fulfilling and it's just i don't know it's what really it's what i want to do right like this is this is my passion in life right now because i know uh localness for i don't know to, to it's not coining a new term but being local right now and especially at you, you know where you live and figuring out who the people are around you especially the mayors and the sheriffs and all like it like that's what I'm working on a lot lately and it's it you know there's we have good established communications and I think that's a you know a testament to people really wanting peace and they want to you know know that the the people who are kind of the pipe hitters I guess in the neighborhood um are that you know were people that are seeking peace with each other and with people who are not us, you know, and not, not just not libertarians, um, but the people out there that happen to be Republicans and Democrats. They're like, I don't know what they're doing, but at the same time, we're trying to seek peace with them. So um, special show today. But before we get into the special show, I do all my admin stuff up front. If you have something to send to my attention, you can send it to Shane at RadicalPod.com. I will get to it as fast as I can. If you guys want some merchandise, um, you can go into radicalpod.com and open up the merch tab. Sometimes you have to do it in a new tab just because um, of restraints on how certain websites work. I'm sure they love me, but it's um, it's one of those things where it's kind of quirky, and I'm I'm working on I'm working on and I've, I'm working on some new designs um, for Radical Independence right now, and I'm excited to like start a kind of a line of clothing for people that, you know, want to blend in, want to make people think, um, and still want some kick-ass clothes. So, uh, working on that kind of stuff, but, uh, I always ask you guys to go out there and leave me a five-star review. You've got a few this, uh, this week to read. And I really thank you guys so much for doing these. They, they lift me up. They tell me that I'm doing kind of the right thing out there. A lot of you guys have talked about how, um, politics and all this stuff has kind of been heavy and you needed some of those relief shows out there anyway like the holy smokes and all that fun stuff so um thank you guys for coming in here and leaving a five-star review and uh, a little something for me to read if you want yours read go out there leave a five-star review on apple and i will read it from wannabe a player as a fellow special ops green beret it's nice to see other brothers in arms who have seen through the murder cult and are looking out for real Americans. Semper, Sempermint Fi. <laughs> Shane, I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to look that up. And then I've got uh, Gray Man. This is a really, really nice review. Thank you. Second review, since Apple apparently didn't approve some of my grammar, 
I learned of Shane while listening to Biting the Bullet podcast late 2020, Radical has now become an absolute highlight of my week. After starting from episode one, Shane has dropped bomb after bomb after absolute bomb in each episode. The fire this guy has for liberty, for freedom, is incredible. It's exhausting, it's tiresome, and there's a lot of sacrifice for those things. And Shane, I see you, brother. I appreciate what you are doing, not only on this show, but also in your state to speak out and stand up against tyranny we all face in this nation. Keep grinding, man. We're with you. Thank you for that review. That's that's a really cool review. And then the last one from Sparky24Sig, status beware. Shane is not afraid to call out the tyrants from both the left and right. I absolutely love the podcast that he reads and breaks down the anti-federalist papers that were written by the original insurrectionists, a.k.a. the founders of the U.S. Thank you guys all so much for leaving those. I uh, I really appreciate it. And if you guys want to support the podcast further, you can go out to patreon.com slash radicalpod. Let's get into this show. I told you guys it's going to be light. It's going to be fun um, to a certain extent. Um, I wanted to share with you guys some of my vacation. As a lot of you guys know, I was out last week. And it was kind of the first time in about three summers, I guess, um, that I had taken a family vacation and, um, you know, like a real one, like dedicated a, a total week off to going out and having a great time. Um, the last one I think was up in Charlevoix, Michigan. So if you guys been around f- since the days of the rebellion, maybe you heard me talk about my last vacation, but, uh, this one was excellent. And what I'm going to do in this show, um, is share with you guys some of the highlights um, because I know families are looking to go out and live life and be normal and do fun, memorable things with each other, right? And like, so I have invited each and every one of my children to this show one at a time because at some point in this trip, we all had a little bit of a growing moment, a, a maturing moment, a you know, a, a good family moment. But before that, I'd like you guys to welcome, is this your first time on this show in particular? I think second time, isn't it? Second. This is my son, Jackson. He's 10 years old. He is the, uh, he's the apple of my eye. I'm looking over at him. He's got a Deadpool shirt on. He's got glasses like mine and he's got my headphones on right now. And he's actually got my Deadpool microphone. I had to pull in the Spidey mic today over here. Uh, I don't usually use Spidey. He usually use Deadpool. God, you, you stole it from me. I tell you, you steal my socks and everything else. He's getting huge. Um, thanks for doing the show with me, man. You're welcome. Thanks more for doing life with me. That's real cool. Right? Yeah. I was just thinking earlier today, I was like, man, how cool is it being a dad? It's like the coolest thing in the world. Hanging out with kids that you love to death. You see them grow. You see them learn. You see them even now to the point where you're so self-sufficient, you're figuring things out on your own all the time. And you're going, hey, Dad, did you know about this? And I'm like, I had no idea. That's amazing. How did you figure this out? I mean, like really some amazing moments, not to mention creativity through the wazoo. So I could sit here and brag on you all day long about a ton, a ton of things. But this trip, man, I mean, you've been the oldest child forever and... At this point, you're you kind of nailing it. Like you've got you got this real gift for kind of most of the time being the peacemaker. You can be a provocateur 
sometimes where you're pushing buttons and all that fun stuff. But um, this trip, man, I mean, you guys, you guys killed it. We went up to where? You remember the cities? Pigeon Forge. Yeah. What was the other city? Start with a G. Um, I do not remember. Gatlinburg? Oh, Gatlinburg. Yeah, you remember. That's where we pulled into and had to pay $20 anytime you yeah. moved your car. It was crazy. Annoying. Yeah. It was crazy also trying to find a restroom right when you get there. Henry walked out as soon as we found that Starbucks up there. And you know what he said to me? What? He said, Dad, I just did a number six. <laughs> From the bathroom, <laughs> not number one. Not he number doesn't two. even know a number a number six. No, we we had told a joke about it. Earlier. Oh yeah, and uh, I know a number six is terrible, guys. Um, but he was cracking up about it. That's kind of the way Henry is. But um, anyway, um, we got into town. I think it was Sunday afternoon, and yep. we kind of walked around Gatlinburg a little bit. And it's what was it about three and a half, four hours to drive there. Three hours. Yeah. So for those of you guys that are listening, not only here in Georgia, uh, in the Southeast, you guys probably all know where Gatlinburg is and uh, Pigeon Forge. It's Tennessee. Um, And the rest of you guys out there, you guys might not have any idea. So this is in Eastern Tennessee. It's Southeast of Knoxville. And as the map is oriented, if you're, you know, curious about these kind of things, I love maps and I love figuring out directions where things are. And like, it's, it's one of my knacks. Okay. Um, so it's about 30 uh, miles south southeast from Knoxville, and it's in the Great Smoky Mountains, and it's amazingly beautiful, isn't it? Yes. Have you guys been to Anakista? <laughs> we went to Anakista. Well, yeah, we went to Anakista. Yeah. So Anakista is in Gatlinburg. So this was. This was in the next day when um, you know when we kind of got some good rest and we said we're going to get up early and we're going to go to Anakista and like in terms of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge you take them leave them it's kind of like Panama City was back in the, the 1990s I know you don't know what that is but for yeah. everybody that's out there listening um, you know it's you know it's, it's, there's a lot of tourist nonsense below you a lot of Ripley's stuff a lot of you know sweet things to eat and you know kind of you know, this air of a town where tourists come and they buy shirts. and It's basically a carnival all year long. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, it's a carnival all year long. You're, you're not like it's I think it's like a notch above carnival, right? Yes. Not much. They're permanent. It's like what carnies could do if they never moved. Right. Yeah. It's like if you went to the carnival, that's what Gatlinburg is. Yes. All right. So then there's Anakista. Right, and it's you have to take a what's called a gondola up yeah. the mountain. Isn't it gondola? G- yeah, gondola, gondola, whatever. Um, it's spelled C H. But mm. so it's I mean we, we go in, we pay, we you know grab our tickets, and we get up to the the top. And it took us a while to get up there. I mean these things. I mean it's I think there's a seven hundred foot something ish elevation change. Yeah. So I mean if you've ever ridden like a good. Um, you know, out west type of, well, not quite that far, but maybe half of one of those out west type of uh, gondola, you know, snowboarding or skiing or something. It's it's very much like that. Only you're doing it in the summer and you're doing it in the Great Smoky Mountains, and it's beautiful, isn't it? It's really pretty. When you look behind you, you can see all the buildings and the trees and the mountains too. It's really pretty. 
Yeah, and you know, so Anakisa is not really a quote unquote theme park, right? Like it's not. It's. Did you think it was maybe a little lame when you got up there the first time as a child? No. You didn't. No. Why is that? It was nice and pretty, and they have these fans, which spray water like mist. Yeah. Everywhere. Which cool you off. They should have these at all theme parks. <laughs> Everywhere, right? Every single theme park. Yes. Yeah, we got up there on a, a on a pretty nice day. Um, we had clear skies. Really had just great weather for the entire vacation. Um, it was, you know, it got up to I want to say ninety one day, but it, only one day. Most of the time it was in the low eighties, high seventies, or something yeah. like that. Good time of year to get up there. Um, you know, it, it can get really, really cold. There can be a lot of snow and everything else up there but uh we we caught it when everybody else was out of school and that's that's a really cool thing about homeschool right like yes you can vacation around when other people vacation so you know in terms of going to attractions and amusement parks and whatever you kind of you're the only people there a lot yes which is nice because if there's rides or whatever there's just no lines there's no lines yeah at all <laughs> best part ever right there might be like five people ahead of you but yeah. that's it so um i'll talk about more of anakista with henry um because yeah. that was his big day right he loved that well he had he had kind of a, a couple of big sideways days there, but uh, sometimes yeah we uh we had a mountain coaster there's um there's also like a, a mountaintop garden there's really some beautiful places to grab some food um and either you know catch a sunset or just hang out and i mean marvel at the glory of the mountains the giant flower building is where we saw the sunset up on top that um, was do you remember what that was, what that was called up there I should probably have that. I should have a whole map just handy for things like this. Man, we really should have done that. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, they had that. They had rope bridges. They had zip lining. Like, all that. I mean. On the flower tower, it also had, like, these glass Oh, yeah. That was um, parts. epoxy. Like, see-through. Yeah. So, when you get to the top of the tower, you can, like, walk, walk out on it. over glass or, you know, epoxy in this case. Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of people, man. You get up there that high, especially when you're on top of the mountain already, and now you're at the top of a tower on top of a mountain, and people look down, and they're like, no, man, like, I'm not stepping on that clear piece of uh, acrylic down there. No. Like, and it's funny, is like, you'll see some people kind of like crawl on it, or you'll see some people like walk the beams that are separating the three pieces of acrylic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hysterical. But um, anyway, um, we I mean, we spent... You know, sun up to sundown at this park. And I think that's the first time we've done that as a family. Like, to really be able to stick around and have a great day and sun up to sundown and and have the experiences you guys did. I mean, the, you know, the, I think the mountain coaster was fun for you guys, for all of you. Yeah. But I think. Zip lining. The zip lining and the rappelling kind of challenged everybody i think it challenges everybody a little bit mentally yes right like a guy like myself and, th- and this is something i love right because mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff I, I used to do in the marine corps right like i used to play around with ropes i used to you know like whether it was cables or you know fast ropes or repelling ropes or static ropes like being a, like you know a hearse master and rigor and all that kind of stuff like or being around you know all these types of guys you know where you're learning ropes and like 
how to repel and do crazy stuff, even out of like helicopters and stuff, right? Like that part of the Marine Corps was actually a blast. I mean, had a completely good time. All the other stuff that is associated with, you know, the terrible parts of it, like that's not something I ever want you guys to experience. But this kind of stuff, for me to see you guys conquer things that I was probably scared to death at, you know, at your age. And I don't think you realize that. Like your dad was completely terrified of heights. Oh, I know how that feels. I still get like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like it's it's a it's a it's that lower brain reflex when fight or flight kicks in and you're trying to preserve your life. And that's, you know, that's a good, you know, to to have a healthy respect of heights is always a good thing. And to, when ahead. when you know something's safe but you're scared to ride it, you just gotta get and sit down. Yeah, that's, or like uh, that's whatever kind of you gotta the do. Family theme. I'm gonna kind of chat about that whole part of it. But um, to see you guys do what you did, I mean, to step off these platforms, there was three zip lines, um, you know, considerable in, in length and. Um, what was one like? One thousand one hundred feet. I, I, the, the whole the whole thing was um, you know. You, if you even divided it into thirds, you know, two thousand over a little, little over two thousand feet, so um, about a half mile worth of zip lines, and that's you know, crazy. Three of them over, you know, some pretty high places, right? There was one where you actually went over the gondola coming up the mountain, yeah. Right? And those guys, you're high in those things coming up the mountain, yes. So, I mean, for you guys to do that and then you know take those steps off the edge of the rappel towers, you know, 16. Those are fun. And I think it was like 16 and 50 feet. Like as, as a dad, you know, you guys got to know, like my heart swelled up so big when you guys did that kind of stuff. I was, I was just like, wow, these kids are having a good time and they're overcoming some things. Not you and Sawyer so much. Yeah. You, the, these, I mean, these two are, They've gotten to the point where, you know, and, and I, I will give you some credit. Like, you've come a long way in the past year and a half with this kind of stuff. And Sawyer just doesn't have any fear. Like, it's, <laughs> she's she's not, she's broken. Um, but our other child, Henry, he, uh, we're, we're going to get into that with him later. Yeah. Uh, big, big day. So, um, to kind of commemorate the day and, you know, like, to have everything happen, um, this is the story I wanted to get to uh, with you during this trip because I think there are some good, growing father-son type moments. Yeah, that can, are are make or break sometimes. Like, you know, I'm not an easy dad to live with in the first place. Like, I expect a lot from my kids, and I have, you know, like it's not unfair, but I definitely push you guys to be the best versions of yourself. Sometimes I'll give you, you know, as much as you can handle and maybe push you to just a little bit more. But most of the time it's fair, it's high standards, and I think you've definitely adopted it and you're thriving because of these things. One of the things that helps us in this family is, you know, trying to do positive communication and having empathy and Jackson and I have talked about, you know, some of the things that the government makes illegal because of, I don't know, because they don't want you to, to have empathy, right? Some, a certain amount of, you know, certain sorts of psychedelics and things, right? This is the part 
that psychedelics gave back to me so that I could have conversations with my son like this. So we, uh, we went through the gift shop and after toiling through and finding the perfect things, Jackson, you picked a hat. Yeah. You picked a hat and you know, it's got what Gatlinburg on it. I don't remember Great, what or has Smoky it. Mountains or whatever. Yeah. It's a, it it's a, a really cool, like, trucker's hat, man. Yeah. It's got some camouflage on it. It's got some net backing, super soft. It's like, it's the same legacy brand as some of my other hats. Yes. And, like, you picked it. I was like, oh, he's perfect. Looks great. So, we, um, we'd gotten back from the next night um, of, really kind of took Tuesday off after going to Anakison Money in um, Jackson. Uh, comes in and we're getting all ready for bed and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know if mom asked you where your hat was or your brother or your sister asked you. you no, that was, was, I was just wondering. You were where, wondering where your yes. hat was. So Jackson's wondering where his hat is. And like, we're already in like, you know, basically what we're going to sleep in. So we're not going back out, you know, I'm kind of, the, kind of the thing, you know. And I think you started freaking out a little bit, right? About where your hat was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, at that, I was like, hey, man, just relax. It's either gone forever and we can't do anything about it or it's in the truck and you'll have it tomorrow. But it just wasn't settling. It wasn't sitting with you well. Correct. Yeah. And so, like, I kind of had a problem with it at first that it wasn't sitting well with you because... You know, I, I'm kind of just this tin man sometimes where I'm yeah. very matter of fact, right? I'm just like, hey, man, look, it's either gone or it's in the truck. Can we wait till morning or am I going to have to like go put on clothes again, wander out in the dark, go around and search through the truck to find the hat that I just bought you that you may have lost, right? And I'm not even upset that it might be lost. I'm upset because, like, it's ruining your night. Yeah. After after a bonkers good day at Anakista, right? And then we kind of drove around, went up to Knoxville the next day, um, kind of just rested, you know, did some traveling, some sightseeing and all that kind of stuff. And then we went putt-putt that night. It was really good putt-putt, too. Mm-hmm. You guys learned a lot. Yeah. Maybe some frustration from that as well. What is Sora called Putt Putt? Um, I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's she'll she'll tell us later. But yeah, I at that moment I was like, dude, you can't you, like you can't get too worked up about this kind of stuff, right? This is where we had a really good talk, Jackson. I will never forget this moment in my entire life. Like this was a, this was one of those stop everything and. Let's talk about what's going on moments because the way it turned out, you know, you, you realize something bigger that night, right? It is, this was one of those father son moments where I think we switched gears a little bit, you know, into more mature Jackson, right? Like as we've grown up year over year over year, you know, kind of hit some different phases. And this one was one of those where I think, um, it, it really you need some water here it really had that moment so i i went started asking jackson um hey man like 
why so worked up about this hat, right? And I don't think you had quite expressed it the way that I kind of needed to hear you talk about it, right? Like you were like, I just want, you know, I just want to know where it is, right? And you were kind of just focused on the hat. Yeah. And when I said it's gone forever, you know, like, well, oh, well, it's, that thing's gone. Um, you, that, that wasn't okay for you. And I was like, Hey man, we just had this great couple days and you're going to like let this hat, you know, kick your butt, kick your ass right? Like, and, and, and spoil your good time. And that's where we kind of paused for a second, I think. Yeah. Because I could see for you. I mean, it was really, really bothering you. Like you had tears in your eyes. And Jackson, I'll tell you what, people. Like Jackson's not my crier. Like if if Jackson, if there's a tear that a, a like Jackson is that kid who's already a single tear crier at the you know at best, right? Like that's his that's his moment. I started seeing you know the the tears, so I was like, oh man, this is this is more serious, right? This is more serious than just a hat. And for me. I was, I was able to take a step back at this moment and try to see, you know, all right, man, he's 10. He's just had two really great days with his family. We don't go on vacation very often. Yeah. And that's what the hat represented to you. Yes. Right. I'm just thinking, oh, it's just a hat. Right. But it's not just a hat to you. It's a memory, right? And so it wasn't that either one of us was wrong. Yeah. It's just we saw it from a different perspective. And I had to kind of be like, hey, man, like, as you're growing up also, you know, yeah, I get it. I When I was young, I had those moments where things mattered to me. Like, yes. They matter to me because they were my memories. And, you know, when you're that age, you don't have... Life is... Life seems longer, right? Like, I, I, I can say that. Like, when you're young, life seems longer because it's taken you, you know, what's your whole life to just get 10 years, right? Whereas, like, 10 years goes by in a blip for me. Like, you were a baby, like, three days ago, right? Yeah. And so... That hat means more, whereas I wanted to convey to you that, you know, the experience is something that will never, ever be gone, right? It will, the people that are here, those are the people that are important, the people that you've had the memories with. And if you ever do lose this, you know, I don't want you to get too down. Yeah. It's, it is a hat, but for now, I understand exactly what it meant to you and I think for us to both be able to have you know the the ability to talk and not get upset with each other and kind of work through you know why things weren't going your way or why you were sad or you know what was what was you know killing you at the end of the day yeah 
And, you know, then we got a, a real nice hug, cried it out a little bit. And I, it was seriously, Jackson, one of the, the coolest moments in my life. Because to be able to have that kind of relationship with your child to where you're patient and you see things and you can pause. Like, I don't think I was always like that, man. Yeah. Do you know that? No. Yeah. I think as you guys have, you know, grown, you guys have helped me be much more patient. Not only with you guys, but with people in general, right? Yeah. So to all you young men out there that maybe don't have kids, like patience is one of those things that I think will help you in the long run with all your communication. And listen, I know I'm as guilty as anybody else, especially when I was a young man, um, about kind of, you know, coming unglued, being short with people and everything else. Like people are dumb and I trust me, I get that all over the place. Yes. But if you slow down for a few minutes and you take in consideration that that's a human being, that's somebody's father, son, kid, girlfriend, little girl, aunt, uncle, whatever they are. Like that's somebody's somebody, right? And we're just people. We all have different ways of seeing the world. We all come from different backgrounds. And that patience and the ability to try to empathize with people that you don't understand is a huge, huge, huge thing with your family. And it will help you going forward with uh, complete strangers and even friends and family. But anyway, that's the part of the show that I wanted you in here for. I knew it was going to be the longest part. Um, we're going to probably fly through Henry and Sawyer a little bit. Henry had a, Henry's got a pretty good revelation this weekend is, or this past week as well, though. Yeah, he had a fun time, I think. Finally. He probably got a little worried. Yep. But we're going to talk about how we, we work through that here um, in just a second. But, hey, man, thanks for doing this with me. You're welcome. I mean, seriously, it's really cool. Like, as we're making this transition, I think what you guys are going to hear a lot more of is this. Like, hanging out with the family and, and, and talking about what's going on around here with, with homesteading, with growing as a family, with maturing as a family. Um, with these guys that are going to start learning production and all that fun stuff, you know, they've been around mics and cameras and all this kind of stuff for damn near what, four years now. Uh, I mean, this yeah. is episode 150 on radical and there's 178 on the rebellion. Whew, boy, time flies, huh? Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we're going to start getting these guys up and running, I think probably with their own channels and doing. Um, stuff like this where we are really, really working on culture and relationships and just cool stuff. I'm not saying I'm never doing politics and all that kind of stuff. What I'm saying is, is this is the kind of stuff that I think really, really needs to be talked about. It needs to uh, you know, be pushed out there and shared out there so that we have healthier relationships with each other because healthy relationships create relationships that are peaceful and i think that's the most important thing so thanks again jackson 
You're welcome. Say peace to everybody. Peace. We'll be back with Henry in a second. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that little interview with Jackson. Um, so I, I was going to bring in Henry and then Sawyer because I thought, you know, they'd probably do about 15 minutes apiece. But they actually did about 30 minutes apiece. And what I'm going to do is just release them individually as standalone shows. And um, if <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed it because it's going to be three shows uh, this week uh, and, and kind of, you know, get you guys, I don't want to say a makeup show, but, you know, a, a, a little more content. And at the same time, switch gears because, I mean, I have been absolutely itching, um, you know, to, to, to add different types of content to this show centered around family life and homesteading and just, you know, good relationships with kids and your spouse and anybody and everybody out there. Like I think this is extremely important in this time. Um, I think doing things locally right now is extremely important and I'm, I'm being like, you know, I'm being pushed into this almost like, I don't know if if you guys have ever had kids, you know, like right beforehand, a lot of times you'll start doing things like what's called nesting, right? Like you are in overdrive trying to prepare. And I think that's where I'm at right now. I think I'm in overdrive trying to prepare for um, what is going to be the collapse, right? And so the the the, the dad and me, the parent and me, and, you know, the, the, the podcaster all combined here are going to do a lot more of this kind of thing. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, be on the lookout for Henry's dropping soon. And then Sawyer's probably um, Friday. So it'd probably be Jackson, Henry, Sawyer, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then we'll get back to um, a little something different on um, Monday or Tuesday of next week. But I hope you guys are having a great week. Thank you guys for bearing with me while I took my first vacation in quite some time. It was uh, it was really much, much needed uh, for all of us. And uh, to be able to come back and talk to you guys about it and maybe suggest a couple things for your family, especially if you're um, on the East Coast out here and looking for places to go for very normal type of experiences, I would definitely recommend to you. Um, both Anakista and Dollywood, they were absolutely fantastic. And I can't say enough about Dollywood. I mean, um, those guys, when, when I say like Chick-fil-A tier service, they, I mean, they go out of their way to make sure that you and your family are having a great time. They got a great, I mean, just an amazing park, and the uh, the coasters are top notch. I mean, I think I saw the one uh, where the the one ride we didn't get to ride out there that was uh, having some technical issues. The lightning rod was having some problems, but uh, I saw that was like the number one uh, coaster in in possibly the world to ride. So. I don't know. Do yourself a favor. Uh, try to get out there. The, the park is decorated uh, for uh, Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, but uh, for, for Halloween right now, and it looks spectacular. I can only imagine what it looks like at night. So I might see you guys up there at some point. I told the kids uh, I liked it so much that we're, we may have to make a weekend visit just to go and check it out at night. But at any rate, I hope you guys have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.